He's a world's worst actor. Haven't he, you seen Kingpin? Not Kingpin, uh, Tin Cup? Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Texas Podcast Massacre. I am indeed your host, very somber, very monotone voice today. Tank Rodriguez, uh, we had some audio issues, so we're going old faithful here on Much How I Sound, but I'll fix it in post. Joined with me are my horror experts, colleagues, co-hosts, Jimothy Dean. How are you doing today, sir? Hanging in there. All right. Jim, okay. Jimothy Dean. Jim, very so prestigious. Official. I feel like a well, sausage. It was, well, <laughs> <laughs> but the most prestigious sausage. Well, like I, mean, that ever. I mean, if we're going to talk that's about true. sausage, it's going to be uh, Jimmy Dean, yeah, baby. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And, of course, we got the dirtiest of the dirtiest. Dirty Sanchez Derrick. See, see, you are six, six, six feet above the ground, six inches standing tall. <laughs> you keep calling me dirty. I'm just going to keep thinking of awkward, That's good. Thing, awkward so. thing to say of every every single. I start off uh, real awkward every time. <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah, it's all good. Just let's just get weird in here. Well, we're, we are getting weird. You know, we are. We're, we're morning. Well, not morning, but early afternoon pod podcast. So it's usually it's usually late. It's a mixed bag. That That's okay. I'm I'm, so. I'm vowing at this point in time that it doesn't matter what time of day we do our podcast. It's just going to get fucking weird. Okay. Always. Let's hope so. I've been here. Let's get, let's, um, get, let's get strange. Let's get artsy. Well, you know, today's topic, I mean, we're not, we don't have to jump right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about elevated, elevated horror movies. Yeah, I, the whole, the discussion right. day will be about how there is... Not elevator people, so like, don't yeah. expect to hear about that movie, The Devil, the Devil. by Shyamalan. So, yeah. so when you said elevated, the first thing I thought was like, uh, leprechaun getting high. <laughs> <laughs> leprechaun in the hood with one, ice. One and two. One and two. One and two. Collected. So he goes back to the hood. So I actually don't even believe there is a thing like that is. So we'll get it. We'll, we'll get yeah. into that. We'll, well, get, we'll into, get into. Yeah, it. I just wanted well, to discuss the topic before we jumped into it. But um, some really good. Uh, I had notes for the last show. Uh, didn't bring them with me. That's okay. Always. We changed. We changed just for the record, folks that are listening. We. We do change our topics quite frequently, and, and hats off to Tank for, for constantly pivoting. Yeah. When we do it's, change it, topics it, last minute, <laughs> he's, he's, he's very good. He's flexible. I appreciate that about him. Uh, Physically and mentally physically, flexible. Physically, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Ladies that are listening, downward dogs like nobody business. That's all I'm saying. What up, Janie? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Janie! We haven't heard from Janie lately, have we? I know. Um, you know, sad Janie, note, you still listen? Janie still listens. Janie moved to Oklahoma. Uh, really sad, but she shall return. Uh, we, we wish her the best. And uh, hey, Oklahoma. You know, they made okay. they made a play about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked her. I asked her. I was like, hey, so uh, is it fun? She goes, fuck no. It's like it's like nothing to do over there. That's so right. shocking. That's right. So I guess we got to pump out more content just for good old Jane. That's all right. Well, we got we got you, Janie. <laughs> okay, we got you, girl. <laughs> but moving on, I appreciate the compliment, sir. That's right. Uh, any horror trailers that we're excited about? Um, well, there's one thing, thing I did want to uh, talk about because it, it goes into our Jared Leto uh, discussion. All right, bring it on. You're going to talk about Morbius? Uh, yeah. So uh, the, the picture so, that released? Yeah, which I thought was actually pretty. F I mean, again, it's one. It's not even a full Stupid. clear headshot, but it's... Yeah. It, but, it's basically the director filmed it, like has an angle in one of his, the one of the shots in his yeah. film that harkens back to a very like classic, Morbius. very memorable shot of Morbius. Yeah. Um, 
and it, it looks pretty faithful. And again, yeah. I like that he looks kind of scary and ugly, which is like... Yeah, he does. And you know what's scariest about that photo is he's got this... Uh, Fucking weird John Waters mustache going on there. So that's, I think uh, that's I don't think it's mustache. I think it's like blood or something. No, it's a mustache. It's a stash. Like he he All right. Well, we're gonna see when we watch the movie. But it's I, not uh, stash. I think I, I mean it'd be cool. It would be great if it was John Waters mustache. A little pencil pencil mustache. I mean the original Motorbeat had like a little Van Dyke, like a little chin beard, which was very like, yeah he did beat Nick at the time, but um very uh, we'll see. Well, it's a good. Very, I did see that picture uh, online. Give me some faith. Give me a little bit now, excited. The thing is, is he, he going to look like a weird, like a member of like Kiss seventies Kiss with his like red? Because I love the costume of the actual comic character from the seventies. They tried to make him real, like you know, uh, Nash Nails, fucking industrial, like in the <laughs> late nineties, in this like bondage leather torn wing thing. And I was like, nah, give me like the weird like circus performer outfit that he was wearing in the seventies. Yeah, but, I get that. Well, if anybody could pull that off, that'd be Jared Leto. Jared Leto. We have to tape it down though. Never <laughs> 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 tape it down in his ankle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to Morbius. Not, Morbius is actually not, not Mobius. We, Dick. We, we, we walk. We walk. Uh, Dick. We, we walk in the building today, getting ready to record, to record at the same time. Uh, security stops by and says, uh, "You got you got a, a lot of package." Uh, for you, and he goes, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that's what happened. But, uh, uh, hey, good you know one. But anyway, any other trailers? I, I had a whole list of trailers that I, I that I watched, and I'm just um, throwing a blank on them now. I saw the new. Um, I saw. I saw the uh, the boy. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, that's Bra- yeah. Brahms. Brahms um, and it pissed me off. Like, I was so, mad too, but I'll, I'll probably for other reasons. But um, go ahead. I was pissed off because it's become like a supernatural movie now and that's not what it was the original movie we had nothing to do with supernatural that we're aware of yeah um so in the original if anybody has seen it um it's about a woman who goes to nanny at a at a house to take care of a child what she thinks is a child in the like countryside english countryside and um parents are very old and it, in the ends up being like a doll named brahms and apparently like her what they say is that her son uh their son died in, in a fire, and his spirit has, in, in turn, like possessed the boy. But what you find out in the, in the end, spoilers if anybody's listening, um, but shouldn't surprise you, is uh, Brahms is like really alive, and he lives like behind the walls, kind of like the uh, people under the stairs. Yeah. And he moves a doll, like makes, but you gotta like follow the rules of the dolls. So in this movie, Katie Holmes, who's looking. She's very much in her age. Very mature. Very <laughs> mature. She's a mature lady. Um, she quit Scientology and now she's aging rapidly. Yeah, Zuni's um, taking away <laughs> Zeeber. Special Hollywood powers. She's giving it all to Tom Cruise now. That's right. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But she's got a son who ironically looks a lot like the kid from, I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie The Prodigy, um, about the, like, the yes, kind of right. bad seed kind of kid who. Yes. Um, I saw it. It was good. It was. You know, from a few years, a few years ago. Yeah, it was like maybe about a year or so, year or two ago. Yeah, I remember seeing it. Yeah. I've seen the trailers. Um, I haven't seen it. Yeah, he was being possessed by a serial killer and whatnot. But anyway, it's like looking very much like that, and it's this whole like seems like a very much like a possession kind of a situation where the dolls like supernaturally like inclined, and it's like I really hope that's not the case, and I really hope it does. Um, Hark back to like the original, original, like the original. But man, if they go supernatural, I'm gonna be pissed. That's just like, 
You might as well just change the entire format in the movie and like forget whatever happened. Um, My thing is, when I saw it, it just like I feel like I've saw the movie already. Like it, it's just a very blueprintish okay. of you know, uh, boy has issues, so family moves away. Into, yeah. the, in, into this creepy house and something happens and they don't believe the sun and, you know, in the end, they, they love each I other. I did see again. a really great trailer today, though, for a werewolf movie with uh, Thomas Jane called Hunter's Moon. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. No, I haven't seen the trailer, but I've been, I've been following yeah. the stuff. Yeah, looks, looks yeah. badass. I mean, I don't know how the werewolf, werewolf looks, like, from what I saw, it looks pretty good, but it's kind of a, uh, you don't see a whole lot of it. Good, but, um, it should be. But it's awesome. To get that, like, howling yeah. It's kind of a it's kind of a combination of like home invasion werewolf movie where these people like break into this house and like are holding the women inside hostage. They've been breaking in the houses in the area, and Thomas Jane is the cop. And then like all of a sudden like there's a were like a yeah. werewolf attack um, on the house. Like so, it's like they're a police and the robbers are on the inside with the hostages. Werewolf is on the outside, but uh, it looked pretty freaking awesome. And uh, I like a good werewolf movie. Anyways, kind of reminded me a little bit of like. The tone was a little bit like Silver Bullet-like, with yeah. like murders in the town that are unsolved, and they think it's like a serial killer. So, I'm know. all for good werewolf yeah. movies, man. Um, Not enough. I'm okay. also like Tom Jane in werewolf movies. Like hell yeah, give me both of that. Like, have you guys seen the previews for uh, for um, Antlers? The yeah, Wendigo. What do you guys think of that? Um, so I actually read, I saw the trailer, and then um, I actually was so interested. Because there's not a lot of Wendigo movies. And I even nowhere in the trailer to say it's a Wendigo, but just like seeing it. And I'm like, okay. But I actually read second, the short the, story in the based second off of it. In the second trailer, they do call it a Wendigo. Do they? Yeah. Uh, it's the Native American woman, like, says, Wendigo. Oh, yeah. So I didn't see that. <laughs> my worst Native American impression. But the, the short story it's written, the based off of, I actually read, read, I found it completely online, and it's really, really good. Um, so I've, I'm excited for that. Like, I, uh, it, it reminded me a lot of that, honestly, like that creep show. Episode, yeah. Um, except, like, obviously, very different, but same, like, similar premise. premise yeah. um, as well, it looks like. I mean, it, you know, I actually it. looked up Wendigo movies and was shocked by how many there actually are. There's been a lot of movies who've used Wendigo as the premise, which and like really tangentially, some of them. But Pet Cemetery, yeah, yeah. There you go. Awesome. Did y'all catch uh, catch uh, Bigfoot yet? I couldn't, dude. So I looked it up. I didn't know what film. When I type in Bigfoot to IMDb, maybe I'm like, just uh, going crazy. It, like, maybe we'll pause it. Is this that that animated movie that came out? Like, no. Like <laughs> There's one called uh, it's called Bigfoot Girl. Let's see. I'm typing it up right now. Bigfoot movie, which looks like very. Big, yeah, look big, big right Bigfoot. here. Let who who is that see. guy? He looks so oh, familiar. It's uh, the man. Okay, that's the man. The man who kills Hitler. And then Bigfoot? Yeah. Oh, that's Sam... Uh, that's uh, 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 Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, who's yeah. one of the great... And that movie is actually phenomenal. It's actually a good movie. It's got this movie... No, 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 no. The one right there, oh. what they do with the oaks. Oh, he's got the rock and the oak leaves? The <laughs> yeah. whole lane? I, I, Sam Elliott <laughs> and Bigfoot. That's the, no, that's a real movie, though. Yeah, I yeah. know. No, but Man, like... Uh, and then Bigfoot. All right. The the Bigfoot. Uh, I, you know, so it's, it's weird. It's not on... I didn't see it on INDB. Well, y'all need to check it out. All right, well, I'm going to just... You know ahead. what? Let, we're going to take a, a pause. I'm going to let y'all watch it, and then we're going to get your thoughts on it. We'll be right back. Okay. All right, let's do it. And we're back. <laughs> wow. I thought, wow. Uh, so that trailer has uh, 
old schooler. It was Bryant. a dude. It was a dude Bri from. Uh, it's got Brent Thompson, Brian Thompson, the nice actor from Cobra. My that's, that's right. And anything about things from Friday Two and everything I love. And but. it's got a Disney Channel original Hutch Dano <laughs> from Zeke, Zeke and Luther, and also the illustrious film Zombievers. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I so, told y'all. I told y'all that it, it looked like it's so bad. It's going to be as, good as James to watch. said. This is a special type of terrible. Yeah, um, I mean, it looks like sci-fi originals would be like, no, we're good. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pass. We're gonna go with the radioactive uh, <laughs> hamsters from exactly. Mars. Thank you this time around. Well, I just wanted to show Gerbilnado because I get Gerbilnado. <laughs> What's the new one? What's the new one that's coming out? No. Let's see. Is um, it zombie? The it already came out, Zombie Tidal Wave. Yeah, but there's another one, too. Like, There's a shark the, one, too. There's a, is it sh sh I think they're combining two things now. Like zombies, <laughs> not zombies, the sharks, because that would be... Maybe they maybe they'll do. The, <laughs> zombie shark? They're uh, ripping off uh, uh, Lucio Fulci, but... Um, New sci-fi I thought, yeah, I thought from what I heard it was going to be like Sharknado and then Zombie Tidal Wave together. Something like that. Oh, like oh, Probably. Which, Probably. Which would be incredible. Well, I mean, I don't know how that's going to happen because Ian Ziering plays the main character. Paraconda. Oh. Let's see. Uh, I'm looking it up what's right the, now. Uh, Dino Shark. There's a, there was one that I saw the other day, too. It wasn't a sci-fi one, but it was, looked terrible. It was, uh, it was uh, a raptor pastor. Oh, rap, um, Velocir Velocipaster. You can actually, yeah, you can yeah. watch it for free on Amazon. Yep. Frankenfish. <laughs> I was like, I was going to do it. I was going <laughs> to. Wow, there's some movies that I need to watch on there. Uh, I, I'm looking at the sci fi wiki page right now. That's great. Say, Let's go for actually, it. coming to sci fi, though, did you guys hear that uh, they picked up a uh, straight to eight episode series of Don Mancini's uh, Child's Play Chucky? Yeah, I, I, really, I saw the Facebook thing. I didn't read the article, but I saw it. I'm pretty excited about it. It's only, it's only eight episodes, and it's about a uh, the classic original Chucky that mm. shows up uh, at a yard sale in a small suburban town. And I was like, and there's like, a, I think it's supposed to tie in, like, supposed to be a, a, a tie in after the cult of Chucky. I was going to say, is it? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, is so that Dorf returning? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, Dorf's doing the voice, and it's going to have Jennifer Tilly. It's going to have uh, the guy who played uh, uh, Andy, uh, Alex. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's going to have the other girl. Okay. So um, it's oh. funny, I was just, I wasn't. You know, I go to a lot of horror conventions, mm -hmm. and I see a lot of guys show up, like, you know, the, the same people show up. But I don't think I've ever seen Brad Dorf actually at a convention. He's going to be at Texas Frightmare. But I you know, and we're going to, it's going to be. And we will be there, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. We will be, be there. there. We, we will Any be other there. trailers, anything else y'all watched, y'all want to talk about before uh, we jump into the main seg? I don't know. I'm trying to think of any movies that I watched this week that. In the past, uh. Three days. Well, I mean, I talked about it. I watched that underwater movie, but we yeah. said that was more like action sci-fi, sci um, which is bombed at the box office. So uh, <laughs> apparently the, the caption I read was like, horror fans throw throw underwater a life preserver. $60 million budget and made $7 million in an opening weekend. Oh. So, but I mean, the advertisements for this has been shit. Yeah. It'll make up for it in, in China. But I did read another article that said uh, the monster is what Cloverfield should have been doing the whole time. So that tells you a lot. The monster's badass. I will tell you that much. Like, even if you think the rest of the movie's crap, it's worth watching. I'm definitely gonna watch it solely just for the monster. I bet you it's gonna do well on like direct video. Yeah, right? when, it, and when it comes out on digital, though, like I think it's gonna be one of those like, like sleeper, sleeper hits. So you know, it's funny though because this kind of goes into a little bit of the discussion I was gonna 
talk about today anyways, which is we'll the idea of like it. horror fans supporting horror. Yeah. Which is like there's this whole thing online of of this whole sentiment online, which is like support theater support horror at the theater level. Go see horror movies at the theater. But you know I'm not gonna support a movie if it's a shit. If it's a shitty movie, it's a shitty movie. Yeah. So but at the same time, like I try to go see things in the like if I if I think it looks like it's worthwhile, I'll go see it. Um but you can't go see everything, and like especially in my my personal lifestyle yeah. right now, I can't go out to the theater to yeah, see movies. Right. Um, but it's one of those things where like it does break my heart that if it's a good movie that especially does something unique and has some integrity, and it bombs, then we're just going to keep getting the boy too bra. Or, you know, like it's just we're just going to keep getting fed bra, bra You know these sequels, these remakes. Yeah, don't support it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's it's hard, but um, yeah, I think it, it's a tough line, right? Because you. <clears throat> online is such it's such a mixed bag because you really just have a lot of like haters online and people think that they're like they're just these horror aficionados and so they trash a lot of stuff that comes out that un, and sometimes unduly trash stuff that like you know what was your expectation of this movie like based on the title like yeah. you knew it wasn't going to be like <clears throat> Pulitzer Prize winning like material but it's still fun, and I love going to movies. Even if it's not a great movie, like there's just something magical about going to a theater and like watching something. Like I think that's why I, I personally go a lot is because I, I just like going. But also like I'm somebody who just I, I get really antsy at home, so um, I'm always go go go. So usually like my, my wife kicks me out at least one point in the weekend and is like <laughs> go to a movie or something. You're like you're going stir crazy here. Um, so I like going just to get out. Like even if I'm sitting down watching something, it's just not. My, on my couch at home. Um, don't get me wrong. I love like sitting on my couch and like couch at home and, at night and like binge watching like movies. But I don't know. To me, there's something I grew up doing that, and I think a lot of us did. So there's something so very special, absolutely, about it to me of like kind of just going to on the weekend and checking out a movie once or twice, and you know, if it's depending if it's good or bad or otherwise. I mean, sometimes you just don't know. But what I miss is uh, there's just this not thing anymore. But you know, back in the day, even when I was a child that started to disappear uh, but with the idea of like all day like you pay one matinee ticket and you see you can see like three or four movies in a day and it would be like you know low budget science fiction <clears throat> a lot of even though like you know even in the 80s they would show the original King Kong and then you know the uh, 70s King Kong and then they you know they would show like kind of a theme of like old movies you pay one ticket to see all these movies you can come and go as you please um but there's something magical about that, like just going in and sitting in a theater all like in a theater all day, and yeah. like you didn't have to like um, uh, worry about like theater hopping because that was the thing that became popular when I was in high school. Which was, like, oh, I yeah. did that all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> See, that was the best thing about like I, I worked for a movie theater for a really long time um, when I was in high school, and then even as an adult, like just solely to get free movies, and there is nothing like better than like well, and back before digital, like I'm dating myself, but like when there was actually film. Um, you build a movie and then you have to run it through. So that was the greatest yep. thing ever. Is like and you, hear, <clears throat> you sit watch. down, you hear it. The, the yeah. Well, the great thing is you you never like when you did that. You know, and I for years and years and years just never had to watch a movie with the general public. So yeah. like that was a, a tough transition getting back into going to the movies with like people around me because like. I'm there, I can order a fucking pizza, like, I can sit down, I can bring some beers in there, like, I can, like, run through two or three movies, like, all night. That's awesome. Like, in the privacy of, like, 
one theater with nobody around. That's awesome. Um, That's a dream right so, there. It so is. it was great. I mean, granted, like, the pay was shit and the work conditions were terrible, but yep. that was, like, the... That's why I worked at a comic book store. <laughs> the sole benefit was, like, being able to see anything that came out yeah. and, like, getting to see the, the sneaks and, like, seeing things that are, like, coming down the line or, you know, the posters, like, getting a new poster batch in and it would be a... A plethora of movies that come out in another year. You get the teaser posters. Like that was probably the coolest part of the job. But um, one one thing that like I there's a magic of going to some place like uh, I mean there's places in LA like uh, Cinema Family which closed but it used to be the silent movie theater or the Egyptian theater um, places where like they show like re like revival houses meant for diehard film fans not just the general public but people who like you know love you know either genre films or like they like science fiction films fans or western fans or no film noir fans or just fans of a particular movie and seeing that energy one thing i used to miss was going to san diego comic-con was they would show movies all night so after the convention closed you couldn't go to the main floor but you could go up to one of the convention floors and they'd either be playing like and this was back when I'm so old that anime used to be called Japanimation because they hadn't <laughs> yeah. heard the term anime yet ever in the States. <clears throat> but like they'd be playing weird old obscure Japanese animation or they would be playing like some old like Kung Fu. I still remember seeing um, uh, Fist of Legend walking in and seeing it with a, like a group of diehard fans and the energy in the room was fucking incredible. One thing that annoys the shit out of me to this day is going to see a movie and people laughing at inappropriate moments. Like, where they either they're just like, they either they don't get it or they, they find something silly or stupid that they shouldn't. Or sometimes it's just like an uncomfortable, like they laugh because they're uncomfortable. All, all those things, but it kind of annoys me. But something about seeing a movie with like people. I'll never go to a movie with you. Anyways, uh, there's something amazing guy. about going to see a theater, like seeing a, a movie with a bunch of people that love the movie that you love. Because a lot of times you, you sort of live in a, in, a, in a vacuum and you think you're like, oh, I'm the only person that loves Return of the Living Dead. You know, like nobody else loves Return of the Living Dead. And then you find out there's a shit ton of people who love the Living Dead. They love it for all the same reasons that you do. And it's they bring an energy when you go see it live. You see it with a crowd that makes you love it even more. Like that's a really unique experience. People that get it like, the way you get it. It's, it's just who just yeah. really appreciate it. And yeah. that's the thing is, one thing <clears> that, like, you know, I'm a huge Rocky Horror, movie, Rocky Horror Picture Show fan. Um, I mean, it, it's I love it to death. I've only seen it with a, in a theater twice, <clears throat> and both times I almost came to fisticuffs. Once for movies unrelated, reasons unrelated to even the film itself or the crowd, but but I don't. I feel like a lot of people that go like don't enjoy it the same way I enjoy it. They're almost there to laugh at it, which I don't. I don't appreciate. It. I don't. I don't think the movies like the movies a masterpiece, and like. I can explain to you why the movie is an amazing movie on all these different levels. Um, it, if, it, if it wasn't, it wouldn't have stood the test of time. It's not the room, you know what I'm saying? It's like these movies that people love ironically, like Rocky Appreciate was just, it, it was laughed at the time it was misunderstood, but people understand the musical was heralded as art. People love the musical. Mm -hmm. They love what, what, what the, the musical was saying and like, um, it was very forward thinking even at the yeah. time. But, <clears throat> I was going to say, yeah, there's it, elements of that that yeah. Like for the for the time period, like you would never find accepting. Yeah, yeah, and it's you couldn't even do that movie now. It's so like still a little so subversive. But, oh yeah. But people laugh at it as if it's a stupid movie. It's not a stupid movie. It's a fucking look at the people in the movie. It's not a stupid movie. It just was misunderstood at the time. 
But it's like that. So like that annoys the shit out of me. I can't stand like people making fun of something that, or I don't know. It's fine. I I. And in in that defense, mm-hmm. I'll just say this: there's there's point in times when there's killings, like in in certain movies. Mm-hmm. I get excited about it. and It makes me laugh because it's like I appreciate that. I appreciate well, that's different. I mean, if you like, it's one thing. Like, it's one thing if it like, it's like a crazy gory scene, yeah, or whatever. But it's like I'm saying like. To use an example, um, when we went to go see, we all went to go see um, uh, so Midsommar, um, the sequence, like, towards the end, spoiler alert, where, like, they find the dude in that Viking thing where, like, his the back is ripped open and they're, yeah. like, hung. People in the audience, like, a bunch of people that, that came to the, the horror club were, like, laughing. I'm like, this shit's not funny. Like, it's, like, this shit's, like, but... And it annoys me. Maybe it shouldn't, and that that might be a personal flaw. I'll, no, but, I mean, I but it, it annoys yeah. me because it's like you're. I think it annoys you because, and and I understand it. Like I think it annoys you because like there's a sense of like you don't understand what's going on exactly in this movie. Like you think this is just a silly. Like, you, you think this you is know. like made ineptly when right. it wasn't. Like the that's the farthest thing from the, the, what could you know be the actual truth. But it's just one of those things. You know, so I, but I don't want to be a hater. I want to be negative. I want to focus on the positive. No, I feel you. But, I'll, I'll cheers to that. But as this segue, it does go into this whole idea of like, there is a whole popular segment, and I don't know if you and you're in the horror community online yep. if you've seen it, but too much. Um, <laughs> there's a whole thing of like, what is horror, and this is real horror, and this is not real horror. There's all kinds of like philosophies to that, which I find most of them are eye rolly. Uh, the nicest thing I'll say about it. But the biggest thing we're talking right now is there is a whole segment of wh- horror fans, or who call themselves "quote unquote" true horror fans, who think elevated woke, horror. Woke, woke horror fans. Uh, what's that? <laughs> woke. Woke. Yeah. Woke. Well, yeah. woke. No, no, no. These aren't woke. These are the opposite. This would well, be no, but like that's yeah. that's the thing. Like yeah. now, so if, you, if 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 people say you're woke, it's yeah. like it's like the opposite. Like yeah, okay, exactly. you think you yeah. are, but well, so but yeah, they're just fans who think like hipster. oh, if it's first off and. I'll, as a natural born contrarian myself, I, mm-hmm. I, I know what they're... But is the second thing something becomes popular or valued, then it's... Hipster. It's hipster. Or not even, it's not even... It's like it's... Well, you kind can, of, you yeah. You can't like it, you know? Yeah, it's like it's not true. It's like, oh, it's, like, like it's like black metal. Like if, it, if it's made in this era or by this country, <laughs> it's not true black metal or whatever. It's like... But there's this whole concept that like if a movie is made with intelligence, if a movie is made artistically, and if the movie is trying to say something outside of just... Scares, j- just a scare for the sake of the scare. It's not horror, and that fucking drives me insane. Because what all those same horror fans who who hate movies um, like the Hereditaries and stuff, which again you can there's things you can not like about those movies. It's the concept of people hating that those kind of films exist. Like just the the fact that like somebody did something kind of like uh, uh, us and Get Out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And there's a whole exactly. That's yeah. a great. Uh, that that was you know. Um, that brings a whole other segment of, of topics too, but that's a great. That was one of the ones that I think has been most mm-hmm. vocal. But it's like, oh yeah, you hate those movies. Oh, do you do, do you like Wicker Man? Oh yeah, Wicker Man rules. Oh, you like Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Oh yeah, I love that movie. Okay, yeah, like the same. They're, okay. they're same premise. Yeah, it's the same. Those directors were still trying to do what these directors are doing. So like, but it's just that whole concept. Like, I mean, there are people who hate movies I love. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. But it's those like idea of like, well. Not only do I hate it, but that's not true horror. Yeah. Or I hate that it's not like it's like no, like. But anyways, that, I'm just yeah. curious. Like, that's my personal take. Is I feel like yeah. it's juvenile and, and idiotic. But how do well, you feel I about th- it? I think to your point, there's like I think it's a, it's very contradictory in that thought process. Number one, like 
I hate when people put labels on horror yep. because like there's a huge community that'll say like PG thirteen is not horror. Yeah, we, there's a lot of we talk about that. There's a lot of really great horror movies that are PG thirteen. Just because they're not as graphic as what you're used to, um, doesn't make them any less horror. They're just it's just a different genre of horror. Yeah. Like same thing with like artistic movies. Now like I really liked Midsummer. I wasn't a huge fan of Hereditary. Like, but I didn't like it because it's not that I didn't like it because it was artsy. I just it, to me yeah, it was all, it was a little bit yeah. I think it, I wasn't super used to the director's style when I first watched it. I think I had a better appreciation after watching it a few times. But the first time I was like, it's kind of boring. Like it wasn't really thrilling me until like closer to the end. So there was well, like a, lot, it, a lot of yeah. It goes bad shit. Yeah. yeah. It was, so, the, the way I saw Hereditary was like if The Hand That Rocks the Cradle was like an actual horror horror movie with like spirits. It's, <laughs> it's, this one is weird for me because Hereditary, I love from like the second, like the first second of the film, I, I, I just engaged me immediately and I liked, I mean, they, they did, the director smart enough to do certain things. We'll say like casting the sister. He's smart enough to do certain things. I mean, first off, the fucking whole way, like, the, the pure craftsmanship of, like, pulling out from the dollhouse. Like, just, yeah. just all these amazing things that he was capable of. But there's something, to me, very unsettling even from the first frame. Of that oh, movie. yeah. I will not say that it's not uncomfortable because yeah. it is very much uncomfortable from start to finish. I think just for me, when I initially watched it, I was like, well, like, right now I'm just not feeling it right now. But... I wouldn't say I hate it, and I would never say it's not horror. Yeah. And I think to your point, like, you'll ask those same people, like, what do you think of uh, The Shining? Or yeah. what do you think of Clockwork Orange? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, Kubrick is a genius. Well, how's that any fucking different, honestly? I think it's, I am in, like, a handful of, like, horror communities online, and I absolutely hate it when people get super bougie about movies yeah. online and will, like, trash the originals. Like, oh, this is a shit. Somebody was trying to say, well, like, I think Ari Aster's better than John Carpenter. I'm like, okay, well, like, that's your opinion. Like, but, strokes, yeah. but uh, you know, and, some, and one comment out of that was like, well, if you don't like Ari Aster, you're not a horror fan. I'm like, well, I don't necessarily, he's not my favorite, like, director of all time. See, and that's I a, think okay. I'm, I, and would definitely make me a horror fan. I'm still. The internet is filled with, bro I, okay, I know I have a tendency to, to make broad statements, but I do so, I mean, I can always, like, at least, I, I say things with uh, with a with I'll say I'll make broad statements with with with, with one a, a modicum of self awareness and knowing like and know. passion though but and passion and I can also and I can and I'll be not, damned if I'm not able to defend why I feel certain ways right. you don't say but, you don't say without you know for the sake of being a troll or anything yeah like exactly but at the end of the day I'm never going to tell anybody like you're not a true fan if blank like that's a fucking for a, that, besides the pure arrogance of that statement like. It's like that, like, there are people, like, one of my biggest complaints about horror is that it is a little, we're so rever reverential of the past, we, 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 horror fans have a tendency to, like, love, like, like, people be like, if you don't think that the original John Carpenter's horror, or a Halloween movie is, if you don't think it's a masterpiece, then you're not a true horror fan. And there's part of me that goes, yeah, kind of, I'm, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, like, that's idiotic. People have a right to their own tastes. Um, but I, I also, the same line, though, wouldn't expect somebody that was born 
in the late 90s to, appreci to, to exactly. appreciate That's the other thing. a film from 1978 in the same way that being born in 1978, I would appreciate a film made in 1978, you know? No, that's a true, and that's exactly yeah. the thing. Like, it's why I think we, we talked about one of them, about my whole thing with, like, universal horror movies is that, yeah, there's a whole segment of kids, not even kids, there's people in their 30s who they have no connection to those films and don't think they're scary um, because it's a different time and place. Like, can you, they, you can't, you can't change the way that, society has impacted you and, and you can't change your life experiences and you can't put yourself in the context of being a person in the 30s watching Frankenstein. It just, you can't do it. Now, I, my whole thing is like, at some point you, as, you're, as you mature and you broaden your horizons and you sort of like, because there was a time in my life when I hated movies, there was a time in my life when I hated movies uh, filmed in the 70s. Now that's, that is literally my favorite, de I mean, 70s films, whether it's like horror films or not, like any, the 70s were like the birthplace of American cinema. It's really when American cinema really started to stand on its own two feet. Um, so I've changed. I got my, I my broaden my horizons. But again, same thing. Like there are kids who think 80s horror sucks because it's all to them. It, they, it seems silly. It seems yeah. corny. And it, that when I hear like, oh, 80s horror sucks, I, I get really like, I get, yeah. I, I have a tendency to want to punch people in the face. Yeah. But again, I can go back and look at, you know, um, uh, Return of the Living Dead and be like, yeah, it's a little silly. It's a little, it is. Know. But I feel like to that point, too, if I was, if I was somebody that grew up in the late 90s and my, my first horror movie was like Saw, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Like my perspective on maybe what horror should be would be entirely different yep. than somebody who grew up in the 80s or 70s, like around that type of genre that was all around. Like they would, they'll never get the, the concept of like, Direct to video, direct to VHS releases. Yeah. Like they'll never. I mean, because they just never lived through it. Like lived video through. stores don't exist. Like now, they will, they'll never get the fond appreciation of picking up a whole bunch of movies for on the cheap. Nor nor will they ever get it. Like you said, like they're nor will future generations ever really get the idea of like going to the movies all yeah. afternoon for like five bucks. Yeah. You know. Um, whereas now, like you could go to the movies all afternoon and spend a hundred bucks, mm -hmm. and like that's yeah. so. This I think, like to your point too, when we were talking about going to the going to the movies and getting that appreciation. Yes, it's a great experience, but sometimes, just in this day and age, the practicality of it is just like if you're, you know, uh, the average working stiff, like going to the movies is is a cost. You know, yep. you're taking your family, you're taking two people, like you're you're paying for it. So it's way easier to watch it online, yep. or way easier to watch it on like video on demand, or wait till it comes out on like Netflix. I can appreciate that. That's yeah. not you don't want to go there. It's just a matter of like, hey, I also don't have an extra 50 yeah. bucks to spend to go to the movies, so or I don't have the time. Like uh, I think to do also that. too, like if you think about it, I mean, me, me not so much, but y'all because since y'all are old farts. <laughs> but uh, I mean, what? Get my lawn. The... Uh, <laughs> Like, I mean, you gotta you gotta remember too. Like the limits weren't pushed as much as they are now, and we we've had this progression of you know like like this is this that was a limit, and then the limit was pushed, yeah. and now everything is just. Well, I, I think their limits. That's the thing. It's like I think our idea we of limits in, yeah. is different than what yep. somebody else's idea is a limit. Like you look at a movie like Society, for example, that pushes limits like far beyond the comfort zone. I mean, you literally have somebody's head coming out of an ass. Yep. Like somebody literally takes their fist and shoves it up somebody's asshole and out their mouth and then pulls their face in. Like yep. what what type of rational person in this day and age if that is not pushing the envelope? Dude, um, Reanimator. If Reanimator came out yeah. today in the theaters, it would get paid. Like a severed head performs Calling as a woman. <laughs> like, 
Um, with bad ears, yeah, you know, like, number two. Like people would lose. Like we become as a, I, that's. I'm not going to get into this whole subject, yeah. but as a society, we've changed. Our, our morals have changed. What we find acceptable. So that that's always going to pivot. And we don't know what ten years is going to be like. Yeah. Ten years from now, it might be. Child pornography might be like but, legal but, to play in movie theaters. But but you never this, know what kind of crazy shit happens in society. But then you have like things like you, you we say like limits of change, but then you have like people that are diehard fans of Terrifier and like Serbian film that yeah. like swear that it's God. I I think a Serbian film personally is trash, but that's just like well, I, we're gonna divert yeah. here real quick. But uh, here's the thing is I was like my twin brother saw a Serbian film before I did, and he's like, dude, it's actually kind of surprising. And I was like, what? He's like just if you watch it. Now, I, I think I've mentioned this before. Like, uh, um, I, I saw it. Oh, well, I'm not going to go there because that's going to. But, but I, I saw the movie. And, yeah, it was, you know, there's one scene specifically that's very disturbing, especially if, like, you have kids. Um, mm -hmm. But I was actually shocked by the quality of, like, I think the actors are good. It's well, like, the, it's well lit. All of, like, the, you know, the dialogue's pretty. So I'm like. It just like no, cinematically, it, it, it they is, just it happen is good. to like. Yeah. But it, you know, like his whole the director is like, oh, it's a, uh, it is a, uh, it is a, a film about war and about poverty and about like how the state of Serbia. Like, no, it's a film about it's fucking, snubs, babies. fucking babies. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, you yeah. you made a movie. You made a stuff film. You made like a super outrageous yeah. movie to yeah. get famous. Like, let's yeah. not. It's like uh, it's like somebody saying human centipede. It's like. I, it's a statement on on, the, on, 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 the, on universal health care, universal health care, <laughs> and and, and yeah, food deprivation <laughs> society. You know, it's like some things are just what they are. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing is, like, you know, in my twenties, I I have to admit, like, I had a tendency, whether it was horror films or whatever, <laughs> to be kind of a gatekeeper. Um, I think there's a you go through a time when you're trying to find yourself, anyway, yeah. especially if you care about something. That especially if you have devoted a lot of your energy into. Um, researching about this topic and really like learning like taking to heart like yeah. the past or something that you you have a, I think young men have a tendency to like want to be alpha males and be like well, set same, rules yeah what, so, but the, the same thing you describe is like I mean a, a pivot but it, the same thing is like uh, with me and wrestling and new wrestling and old wrestling I, yeah. I, I, I get where you're coming from um, but like music like any like yeah, music, music fans yeah. punk rock heavy metal uh, you, I think I think anything you you appreciate it so much that you don't want it to be disrespected. Yeah, uh, and, and and you think you've you think you've become the official, the, yeah, yeah, the connoisseur. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, you're and you're you're the banner man. You're the dude. On, yeah. You're the guy on the mountain screaming for uh, in defense of the thing you love. But at the end of the day, it's it's stupid. Like one, I'll give you a perfect example in in recent times is um, remakes. Um, there are people out there, we've talked about this before, people I, even some of my friends who think if it's a remake, like, no, regardless of the actual merits of the film, if it's a remake, it sucks. And these are people who've lived through times where there have been phenomenal remake films. But they just, they feel like, you know, for right or wrong, they feel like you know, we need to stop making, you know, remakes and it shouldn't be... They truly believe that it shouldn't even be the merits of the film. It should just be like, yeah, even if it's a good remake, fuck it. Because stop making remakes, make original films. Yeah. Which, that was a whole conversation I read this yeah. weekend about uh, Andy Machete getting uh, Helm to do the Howling yeah. remake for Netflix. And I was like, fucking dope. I love the Howling. Like, yeah. let's see what he did. He did a great job with it. Yep. Like, I'm excited to see, like, well, see, that's where that goes. And that's like, and that's, but that's, that's where, to your point, it doesn't matter if it's good or not. Like, it's not the original. And so, like, there's that elitist culture of yeah. like. Question. So, yeah. do you, do you hate when movie fans in general, not so much horror fans, but movie fans, trash on those type of horror movies, or do you get more offended with 
quote unquote horror fans trash. It's always more fun if you call yourself a horror fan. Like you're, if I know you, you consider yourself a horror aficionado and you hate, it's hard because again, I can like I don't want to be hypocrite because there's times when I've been like in my own like experience, been like derided something that even without seeing it because of like some sort of moral context. Mm-hmm. But um, by the end of the day, like if you're a horror fan, you should. My personal opinion is, as a horror fan, you should just enjoy like embrace the fact that there's more like more horror films are coming out that like people are like doing something with right. with horror. The thing is, what this has bothered me forever, and I still feel like, especially with social media, people think that liking horror is some sort of fucking weird underground cult thing. Like horror makes billions. Halloween is the most financially successful season it makes more money than fucking christmas people spend so much money on halloween it's insane why because people like to be scared people like horror it's not, it doesn't make you johnny badass johnny underground because you fucking collect <laughs> johnny underground it doesn't you know you, oh i click vhs yeah so who gives a shit game. so do 15 billion other people yeah, like, literally every hoarder in america yeah, exactly. also has a collection of vhs yeah. it's buried under trash yeah. but it's there it's there it's, it's there people yeah. horror's been making money since the fucking 40s like it doesn't make you special to be like so but, that's the one thing that drives me insane well i think what drives me nuts is is the association that like because you're a horror fan that you're comparable to being a bad person like well, that's think, a whole I think, yeah i think there's like there's this whole divide of like the people's view on horror of like yes like there's there's this cultish type of status, but I think the other part is like, oh well, horror is just full of like weirdos and deviants. But like, and and that bugs me. I think more than people feeling like horror fans are cultish, because like to some degree, I think like yeah, depending on who you talk to, like they, it can be a little bit, but in a good way. I got to say, in my four decades on this earth, I have never once met anybody because I think one, I grew up. I didn't surround myself with narrow-minded, conservative, uh, Bible-thumping, you know. But, like, I never heard, like, liking, like I've never heard anybody in my life. I also have people, like, on TV, uh, people like Donahue, um, for anybody who will not to remember that show, uh, maybe Sally Jesse. But I've never heard anybody say, like, oh, people that, like, like outside of, like, when the whole uh, um, Columbine murders happened. I've, I mean, I've never heard anybody, in my, nobody's ever said, like, I mean, I get weird stares at Walmart anyway, especially, like, if you, like <laughs> when I used to have, like, super long hair, long beard, I yeah. get weird looks all the time. But, oh, yeah. But, like, I've never, heard, I've never heard anybody say, oh, like, if you like horror movies, you're a degenerate. I've heard people that say, like, oh, if you like horror movies, you're a nerd. <laughs> I've heard that before. But the, but the whole idea is, like, that, like, there is, like, there's a segment of people, obviously. I don't run into, like, I just don't run in those circles, but people, like, people of the religious right who think that if you like horror movies, you're a psychopath and, like, which is fucking silly. Also, can I just real quick? Yeah. This is... If you're listening to this and you see this goddamn meme on on Instagram or whatever, um, there is no study that says if you fall asleep to horror movies, you laugh that it means you're a psychopath. It, stop posting it. It's stupid. It doesn't you know like it's yeah. once again it's horror fans who want to think that they're all the fucking Joker. They're all some fucking fringe lunatic. No, you're just a nerd. Stop. Like there is no such thing. You can look it up. No study has ever linked yeah. psychopaths to people who fall asleep to. No, never. Movies. And believe me, people have tried. Like they're. I mean, since the 80s, there have been, like, fights against horror and heavy metal and, and like, and, oh, and yeah. anything to violence. And and yet, still to this day, like, there has been no proven record to say that, like, that watching a ton of horror movies or, like, violent has influenced 
maybe an already damaged mind. We've had this conversation. Yeah. Like an already fucked up individual may take that the wrong way. Obviously. But that is a small, small segment. Of Do the you hear that, Tipper Gore? Do you hear that? All right. Well, it's the same thing. Like the same thing. People think that, like, I mean, there are even it's it's twenty twenty. There are people who think like listening to hip hop means you're a degenerate. It's like yeah. Every oh, every kid in America, at some point, it's listen. all the music that yeah, modern yeah, music. That's yeah. what it is now. Well, make I, think, you, I think to your point too. I think it's it's an evolution, right? Yeah. Like, and I was the same way. Like I did the same thing you did, which is like to act as a gatekeeper. Like mm -hmm. there was a point in time where like if it wasn't eighties or it wasn't zombies, mm -hmm. like I wouldn't watch it. Like. I segmented out like a ton of movies that I probably would have like that I enjoyed later on in life that like I probably should have watched in their entirety or like at the time. But I was like, nope, doesn't fall into those buckets. Those are what I know. That's what I like. So therefore, like yeah. that's. But I think as as you get older and your experiences change, I think it's just an appreciation or very much like music. Like I was never a big rapper, hip hop fan, but like yeah, I'm mean, like I've found appreciation for 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 Biggie and Tupac and, you know, I have Lizzo on my playlist. You know, I mean, it's just, there's, I think it just changes over time that, you know, you can you can have something. I mean, I also have like Dusty Springfield on there as well. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a, a diverse, like, you know, understanding of like different genres. I think it just helps you appreciate. Yeah, I was definitely, like, I was definitely outcasted for like in Nine Inch Nails, like an elementary school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing too, is like that's also the context of where things come to you like, because it's then, uh, you know, me and my twin brother were, I mean, literally diehard horror film yeah. watchers. I wouldn't say we weren't experts. We were eight, nine years old. But <laughs> we that's all we wanted to watch. I was an expert. Uh, yeah. But, you know, but that's different. Like, it's the same thing, like, listening to Cannibal Corpse when you're 10. Yeah. Very, un like, other 10-year-olds are listening to, to <laughs> Britney Spears. whatever is popular. Uh, sure. Hey, one of, yeah. hey, one of my first CDs was TLC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ain't too I ain't too <laughs> proud to beg. Okay. Mine was Downward Spiral. That's right. <laughs> All right. And uh, Dave's in life? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tons of times. Yeah, I, saw, I saw him with uh, Dave Bowie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, literally uh, one year for Christmas, three CDs I got. My first CD player, Nirvana, never mind. It was uh, Dead Eye Dick, who had a... Uh, oh, yeah. The, uh, Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And uh, it, it was TLC. And I was like, hey. Uh, crazy, sexy, cool. The Red Album? No, it was a one before that. It was oh. like the original. Oh, wow. Like, ain't too proud to beg. So everybody that I know thought, like, uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez was super hot. But I don't, like, it's weird. I can't see it. She's weird looking to me. But I know so many dudes that thought she was super fine. Well, I think she was a crazy factor. Well, that's the thing. Is like, like, I think it was like crazy Chili, Chili was the fine That's why the Oh, yeah. Chili. Both of them were. Yeah. The other one. Were, you know, fun. hey, you know what I mean? They were, they were all great. It was I, the 90s. You know? yeah. But I will say, I do hate the song Waterfall. Like, I, a, I hate it. It's hey, like, look, make, it's a terrible analogy. Don't go chasing Waterfall. Don't go chasing I don't get it. I, I still don't get it. I also don't want no scrubs. Just for the Now, I will say right now, there's probably friends of mine listening, people who know me in real life who listen to this who are fucking laughing at Because they know I am the biggest, uh, we'll say snob. Uh, and, like, I've you tendency, a snob? I know, I know, shocking. <laughs> I have a tendency to like hate on lots of things. But my thing is like, and I was, I was just actually having this conversation. If I hate something or dislike something, I can also distance myself and say like, I hate this, but you're not, I don't dislike you for liking it, or that doesn't mean that you don't have a valid reason for liking it. I just personally hate it. There's that, and then also, if I say I, something, if I don't like something, I can tell you why. Exactly. But there's 100%. people online who be like, I was, so, we, and again, the, the endless pitfall is reading online comments. That's never gonna do anything <laughs> yeah. good. No. But I, I, um, I don't even know how her name got brought up. Oh, because she would, um, 
there was uh, somebody wanted um, uh, your your girlfriend, Catwoman. Um, why am I blanking on her name? Oh, uh, 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 Halle Berry. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Oh. To play Evelyn in the Masters of the Universe movie. I was like, Halle Berry? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd watch Halle Berry. Um, I'd like, I'd like Swordfish. Right? <laughs> Monster. Oh. That movie's hard though, man. That, that's like that's. But know. it's just that just the yeah. way she said the line. I want you to fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, people. But, were, but anyway, so I was like, you're giving me mental images. People, people were distracting. People were hating. But so, but yeah, but they're like, but you know, the comments were like, fucking with me. She sucks. She's a terrible actress. It's like, okay, first off, you cannot like her, but. There's no qualifying means that you can say she's a terrible actress. She's won awards. She's played different types of characters. You she may find her fan annoying. base. Yeah, if you, and like that's just that's like people like the like you don't like somebody. You're terrible at what you do. Like, like look, you can say like I find her grading. You can find her like one note. If you can explain, but don't just say she sucks. Don't say she's a bad actress. Tell me what. Why? Like, yeah, like, because give me substance. Just, because if you start to be like, I don't even like. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I do like Anne Hathaway. I'm not, but I'm not like some Anne Hathaway like defender. But I wanted to be, my instinct was to be like, well, first off, have you ever seen Margaret with the Wedding? No, have you ever seen the, to be like, you, you can't say she's a shitty actor. You can say you know, you find her annoying or she's not your cup of tea. I liked her in Ocean's 8. I didn't see that. That's good. I liked it. Yeah, I wanted to see it. I like that cast. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I have theories. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe now I'll watch it. Um, but it's just one of those things. It's just like, it's, it's another thing where, and again, there's this whole like man entitled, like, I don't want to get this too political, but there's this whole thing of like modern fans who have become entitled, mm -hmm. which I've never seen this in my life. I've been in fandom for 30 years. I've never seen this whole Star Wars thing where people feel like if it's not, if the movie doesn't do exactly what I thought it should do, my theory, then the movie sucks. Oh, if you do this, the movie sucks. Um, there are people who are like, I don't want to get, I'm, I'm going to steer away this from being political, but there's just this whole thing of like fandom who feel like they're all just like, like arrested development, entitled man babies um, who feel like women shouldn't be, you know, starring starring roles. Like, but I've always thought the whole, the horror community was the most open minded for a long time. Like, mm -hmm. like you had people who were like, you know, um, um, welcoming of other people, welcoming of other viewpoints. Yeah, um, that's why I grew up. That's why I always loved the horror community because unlike other things, other nerd cultures which had a lot of toxic elements to it. The horror community, outside of, like, like I said, the tendency to feel like I'm a fucking outlaw badass because I wear a leather trench coat and I like horror movies. Like, that's fucking calm your tits. But, um, <laughs> but outside of that, I always thought they were, like, really open-minded for the most part and, like, very, like, like, it was a very welcoming community. But just in the last two or three, maybe four years, I've started to see a lot of that toxic elements I see in other fandom mm -hmm. starting to creep up in horror. And I think because it's also horror is becoming more popular. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Um, but it's just it's it's heartbreaking because was, I don't want to see that shit creep up in my uh, horror community. It yeah. was like that one time that I, I got made fun of for liking They Live. Yeah, like it was this very I was bullied into That's saying it wasn't a horror movie, and <laughs> I, you know I couldn't I would, sleep for a couple of days. So I'm just gonna say that on the record. Well, <laughs> just to know that you're supported in the sci-fi community. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> horror, the horror Jason community welcomes you with open arms. I mean. Here's what I'll don't, say. Though, like, don't ever. I would never make fun of anybody for love. That is one. I mean, I have a I, little I, shrine. I'm giving you I'm giving loves you Roddy shit. Piper. Loves Roddy. I love Piper. that movie. I love Roddy. But Piper. It, but it's like what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, you're, you're seeing that so much now. Some people feel so involved 
they, they feel like they're in, involved in the moving writing process, and the music process, the wrestling process. Yep. And it's like, dude, why can't you just sit back, fucking enjoy it for a little bit and get your mind off it, you know, off the real world and let someone's create their own creativity, you know, entertain you for a little bit. I, I just kind of, to me, it's to your point, like, there's a sense of ownership. Yeah. And I feel like at times, like, especially with some celebrities and, like, movie franchises, it's almost like... I want to use, I am trying to use this in a very, like, uh, not inflammatory term, but, like, a very much of, like, a slave mentality of, like, you will do what I say when I say it because I own you because I go to the box office. Yeah, right? which is and and it's, and it's, like, that's not the case. Like, you can not go to the box office and watch it. There'll be plenty of other people that will like it, but, like, you, that person doesn't owe you shit. Nope. Like, they're being creative in a way that is their creativity. And start, the second it starts becoming your creativity it's no longer theirs anymore. Like, they have no stake to it anymore. Yeah. It's like when you hear about script ideas, and this is uh, what annoys me drastically about Hollywood, is like, sometimes you'll hear script ideas and think, that would have been a fucking bomb movie. Yep. And then you see the finished product, and you're like, no, because they, like, changed it for the masses to get box office dollars. And it's like, no, you should have gone with the original, because that was a way better concept, in my personal opinion. And I think so many more people will be actually more satisfied if they actually went with it instead of listening to the mob because the mob's loud but it's small yeah like there's, there's so many it, 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 there's just a loud voice but there's not that many people it's also like when they the other thing that pissed me off is leaked scripts like oh, and having oh to change God. like drastic elements within the film like just so people will continue to go see it yeah. and like sometimes you know just reading like the people have to create like three endings to movies and like film multiple endings and it's just like it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard of like appreciate the movie appreciate it like but like, don't ruin the movie. Yeah, dude, I couldn't agree more. And, and, and if you don't, if you don't want to support it, don't support it. Like, don't watch yeah. it. Don't go. Right. Over don't there. That's it. That's the ultimately. Like, yeah. Nobody's it's, forcing your hand. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's the thing. It's like, there. And that's what I'm telling you. Like, I don't like this, so it shouldn't exist. No, fuck you. If you don't like it, just don't go see it. Like, yeah. here's like, the thing. You paid eight fifty to go to the movies, just like everybody else, else, and you left there just like probably a handful of people, and either loved it or hated it. And like, you're entitled was, to like, that opinion. Ambivalent in between, but like. You paid to go see it or buy a ticket, get yeah. your popcorn, sit down, and then sit there for an hour and a half. So, like, shit on the movie, but you made the decision to walk You want to get mad? Get mad at freaking concession prices. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't want to be the old man who, look, the internet's never going to go away. And the, internet's, the internet has given us true democracy because it's given everybody a voice. But the internet's ruined all sorts of things in the fandom realm, especially in the horror realm. Um it was much better for, you know, I, I miss the days of just being able to, I got my information from Fangoria, and, you know, uh, yeah, I may not have had the commute, sense of community that maybe people have, but, like, there was a sense of just, I never, if I had a negative feeling, it was my own negative feeling that I sort of digested and worked through and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, it, it was exciting when you met somebody who shared the same opinion as you, or sites, you would meet somebody who had the same enthusiasm for something, and that was great. They, the internet sort of, I don't know. It, I don't want to be the old man decrying that. No, it's, it's but, true. It's tainted. It's it, tainted with so much, so many keyboards. So much. Warriors. There's just so much. It's so much negativity is coming <clears> to the internet. <throat> but one thing that I mean, you know, I don't, and this doesn't. We'll say like with like Star Wars and different, you know, other <clears> things outside <throat> of the horror realm, like, like, back in the day. What would happen is it, you get a community of people who would were fans of something. In the early '40s, a bunch of young men who were fans of like sci-fi pulp novels and stuff—the first wave of like 
before they were before it was called sci-fi. Um, like all these like spaceman adventures, they were real big fans of comics, like the first wave of superhero comics and the, these um, uh, pulp magazines. They were super huge fans. So what they do? Uh, they didn't just sit around and complaining about like, oh, th they wish this writer didn't do this. No, they got together, they formed a little group, uh, and then they actually created modern science fiction. Members like Ray Bradbury was in this group. They were just little nerds who are fans of comics and those things, pulp novels. And they got together and like, we love this, let's do, contribute to our own. We'll make little fanzines and stuff. Those were dudes like Ray Bradbury. Love Ray Bradbury. Uh, who coined the term science fiction. Um, what I'm trying to say is there was a time when like fandom people who were fans of something went on and just contributed to the thing they love. They didn't just sit online all day and bitch because some director, some and not even a director, some fucking billion dollar studio didn't do exactly what they wanted to do with their franchise they love so much. Yeah. It's like, if you don't like it, make your own. Go contribute. Don't just be an armchair quarterback. Like, go create your own franchise and like see if like, see how easy it is, first off, to create a property that connects with people. That's number one. And number two, see what, what happens when you when you have a creative voice and then people start shitting all over you. That's right. I mean, we're shitting all over you right now. Don't be a douche canoe. That's right. Uh, my, one of my favorite things, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite short story novels is actually by Ray Bradbury. Ray Bradbury and it's actually uh, uh, The Rook Home Soft Rains. Uh -huh. And there's actually an audio of Leonard Nimoy reading it. And I was That's like... It's one of the most heartbreak. Yeah. It's one of my favorite, favorite stories because it's like... So apocalyptic, but yeah. there's like nobody. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, guys, so I grew up with Ray Bradbury was one of my idols. Yeah, um, illustrated man. But I can tell you one of the saddest things I'd ever seen up until um, up until that point was the LA Book Fair, and he was going to speak. And so, um, I have, LA Book Fair is on the UCLA campus, and it's just like a lot of I don't know if you, it's like a lot of little tents and stuff. <clears throat> but Bradbury was going to speak, and so we saw him like like they were going to take him up the back of the stage. But he was in his wheelchair with a diaper on. They didn't the lady didn't put his little sheet over or blanket over. So he was just sitting there in his in his wheelchair with a diaper Aww. on. And I remember being like, Well that just ruined my whole life. Um, oh my god. Cut to my, how what I'm going through currently oh, and it's Speaking of ruining my whole life, uh, somebody there's a meme out there, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, it's comparing Jamie Lee Curtis to uh, Stephen King as she gets older. And it's like showing a, a progression. Um, oh. And I was like, this just ruined my whole day. Like made Jamie so, Lee Curtis seem so, so less hot. Let's <sighs> tie it back together. Tie it back together. Uh, elevated movies, elevated horror movies, genre or not a genre? It's not even, I don't think it's a thing. I think it's a thing that like <clears throat> journalists, online journalists have sort of coined and some obnoxious horror fans have sort of latched onto as being a thing. No, it's just, they're just films. Yeah. There are people, there's just, Film directors out there who make shit like The Bigfoot, and then there's <laughs> directors out there who make movies like The Witch, or yeah. you know what I'm saying, like The Lighthouse. Like, just you're taking something. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say it's, it's a, like it's like comparing, like it's like you get you have your your Picassos and your Rembrandts, and then you have your uh, your Stanleys. Yeah, right. Equally good for their own reasons, like equally talented. Yeah. Just housed in different yeah. areas of the, the world of art. Like, yeah. it's not any different. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is it's why it's like, I've said this a million times. I love Stanley Cooper and I love Ed Wood. I love them kind of even yeah. sometimes for the same reasons. Like, it's just like some, like, at the end of the day, like, is the pro, what is like the film or product that they're producing, do you enjoy it? Then, like, you know, it's, or, and again, even if you don't enjoy it, if somebody else enjoys it, it's valid. Like, 
I, I think it's even the process. I mean, not even is for other people's enjoyments, but the, the process of creativity as far as like yeah. you having the idea and actually seeing it to fruition. And it's like, dude, they wrote, started off with an idea, wrote it out, filmed it, and put it out for the masses, and now it's there forever. That's the, if one genre that you can do that with. That's why it's always been an amazing, it's an amazing genre because it's launched a million mm -hmm. careers. You, because it gives you the opportunity of maybe not having the best budget or not having the best actors or not having the most experience. But then you can make a little, like, uh, Night of the Living Dead or House, you know, Last House on the Left. Like, you can make your, your first, you know, one or two movies that, you know, if you try to make a war movie or a drama or, you know, may not have had any success. But you, horror gives you an outlet to be creative in a way that is specific to horror. And that's what's, it's, it's a fun and exciting thing. Like I said, people shouldn't shit all over the Blair Witch. I don't care. It's, that's fine. But at the end of the day, like, that's a fucking incredible story. Some dudes, yeah. first of all, they created a whole, like, you know, they, they didn't create they it, but sure, they, they popularized they, the they whole thing. They were on the cover of Time. Yeah. yeah. They made the most successful film of all time on, no, like, <coughs> because <coughs> it was advertised at the time, like, they spent, like, I don't know, like four thousand dollars on it. It made like millions of dollars. No, they made z they the only money they spent on it was the camera, and then they went back to Best Buy or Circuit City and returned it. So they got their money back. So they spent zero dollars on that. Uh, he's like, he said, I think with like the food that we gave the actors and like you know the one piece of like camera. overall sixty thousand dollars was the budget, but it made two hundred and forty eight yeah. million dollars. Yeah, two hundred forty yeah. million. But again, I saw the directors in person. They said. That's the whole thing of like how much the, the camera and everything cost. They return the camera, so it, they, they, he's like, it's not reported. It's never reported, but right. Although this was at least I saw him speak, you know, yeah. fifteen years ago. So, but anyways, but ultimately, like I'm saying, it's like you know, and that's the thing. So what I love about horror normally, up and I'd say up until the last few years when I've noticed this becoming so prevalent, is that people are like, oh, I hate Night Season of the Witch. Oh, I love Season of the Witch. Oh, that's cool. That's the end of the discussion. You didn't. I like a movie you didn't like. That's fine. But now it's becoming this whole like philosophical debate of, you know, horror directors that are trying to do something. I don't know. It's yeah. just honestly, it's gatekeeping. Honestly, it's like if it's popular, it sucks. It's that whole mentality. I can't. I can't get down with it. It's obnoxious. Um, well, I think to your point too. It's it's a get off your butt and do something about it type of situation. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that's what what's cool is like there's there's a lot of really great. Shorts out there. There's a lot of really great independent films out there, or fan-made films. Like, um, you know, on the side, short of this, you know, I've been doing a film festival back in New England for like, you know, over a decade now, and I've watched people like truly progress from creating these like really like, like, boots on the ground guerrilla warfare type like films. Like one guy created a film. He's in high school, and created a film, and it was like a short little horror film. It was good, you know. It, was, it wasn't bad, you know, for for its time. And uh, a couple of years later, I ran into him, and he, he told me that he was uh, he's actually working in the script department at at uh, on Castle Rock. Oh, wow. So I was like, "That's dope!" And like, so that's somebody who like who loved the genre, to, like made a couple short films, like went to school for it, and then you know ended up doing something in the industry. Like last when I went back in the fall, like met a couple of kids who did a short film about uh, it was called The Lost Boys, and it was about uh, getting tickets to uh, the movies, The Lost Boys. They did like a '80s. Thing. They shot it in a comic book shop and like 
had like the 80s gear and everything. I mean, he's like a teenage kid. So like, Detroit Rock City for the Lost Boys? Yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. <laughs> but it was all about getting these tickets and this girl they liked. And it was a cute film. I like that. Um, they didn't grow up in the 80s, obviously. They were very much like, you know, you know 2000 and above kids. Um, but they also like were side actors. They had some side acting jobs on... Uh, on Castle Rock as well, like his kids. So I was like, this is kind of cool. Like these kids are fans of the genre, right? And they appreciate something in the 80s um, and they created this film around it. So it's just kind of, to your point, if you don't like it, I mean, that's the message, right? If you don't like it, that's okay. Like if you don't, if you love it, that's okay too. But like, don't trash it. Like yeah. don't say somebody's a horror fan and, and somebody else is a horror fan because their views are different than yours. Yeah. Like just appreciate the fact that they like horror just like you yeah. like horror. You're just not going to like the same things. Yeah, and, and again, like, at the end of the day, like, I want more directors to do something different. I don't need to see another homage to Carpenter's Halloween. Um, unless it's good. Give me a good one. At the end of the day, that's all I care about is good. But, but like, let's try to do something different. Like, let's give art, like, let's give directors and artists the chance to take a chance to... to Create something unique. Create something new. Have a vision. Because at the end of the day, it's like <clears throat> the whole concept of the auteur director, the, the 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 Stanley Kubricks and stuff. Like, <clears throat> I can see Kubrick, like fans of the novel right now, who would see snippets of the trailer for Kubrick and shit all over it. Be like, you don't support this movie in the theater. Like, I can see that happening. Where because he's doing, so, he's being Kubrick and trying to have his unique vision. People shitting all over it now because it was made in the seventies. That doesn't have, like. But again. It's 2001 Space Odyssey, one of the most unsuccessful people shit all over that movie. Now it's a classic. Um, so it's everything is with hindsight, of course, and everything everything is sort of has an opportunity to grow and, and stand its own two feet. But. Well, I mean, look like dead. Look at like Dead Alive, right? Yeah. Like totally, you know, bad taste. Like yep. Peter Jackson movies, like totally underwhelming, like to the general audience, unless you're like a, a fan. Yeah. Um, Lord of the Rings comes out. Next thing you know, everybody, oh, fucking, you know, yeah, dead I mean, alive, fucking I mean, bad taste, a great Peter Jackson movies, you know? Peter's Peter. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like, doesn't take into consideration, like, oh, Peter Jackson did The Frighteners, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's there's all these other great movies, like, yes, it took this big movie, you know? People don't know that, like, he did a script for, you know, one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, you know? I mean, he, you know, it's just cool things like that that people kind of put blinders onto until, like, it's mainstream, and they're like, okay, it's cool to like it now. I mean, that ultimately, like, it's hard because, like, on one hand, like, I don't, like, I, I wish the horror, the horror community, and film community, but specifically horror, the kind of community, is, like, I wish we weren't so stuck in the past. Like, try, and I love, I think we've discussed it before, I'm, I'm a sucker for uh, uh, nostalgia. I love the 80s. I love anything set in the 70s, 80s, 60s, even. I love that stuff. But, I mean, I want new things. But at the same time, um, like, people were talking about the, the new remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. People are already shitting on it, whatever, but we're talking about it. I'm like, look, at the end of the day, dude, if it's a fucking good movie, I don't care. I, that's all I care about. Is the movie good? Did you did you make a good movie? I liked it. I actually, you know, like it wasn't... Was well, I'm talking like, about like the new one that they're working oh, on. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, with Robert Englund coming yeah. back for it. Possibly, or yeah. like some other things that... That's fucking awesome. Discussed. I mean, like, I, I love that. Keep the genre going, in my opinion. Like, But even like the one before that, people were like trashing it like before it even came out yeah. too. And it's like... It's not Robert England. Well, yeah, no, it's not Robert England. That's okay. Like, that's, it's somebody else's vision of Nightmare on Elm Street. I still thought it was, like, to some degree, did I like all the actors and actresses? No, but I doubt, you know, 
Uh, Jack Earl Haley did a great job. I like think, he, I think he got the short end like of the stick. I feel like he got screwed because like no matter what, yeah. he was going to fail. But like he's, I mean, it's like it's yeah. creepy. He's creepy in it. So yeah. I like you know it, it, it kind of gave a little bit of an interesting like backstory about Freddie working at. No, a, I, mean, I will say like I'm not defending that the remake myself. I'm just yeah. saying like. People yeah. shitting on Jackie Earl Haley is like if it's his, like as it's it's as as if it's his yeah. fault. It's like no man, he just took a job well, and did the best he yeah. could. Yeah. I mean, you're just you're you're playing something that's super iconic, yeah. and it's never going to be easy to do. Nope. And then he did the best he could with it. And I I thought he personally did a good job. Yeah. Like he was creepy. Yeah. You he know, was very so, creepy. That's what I, I saw. I was like, damn, he's creepy. He's yeah. I mean, is he Robert England? But the other thing is, yeah. two people. That also, people seem to forget what the first Nightmare on Elm Street was because they're thinking, they end up, in their head, they're thinking Dream Master Freddy. Yeah. But the first Freddy was vastly different from yeah. the Freddy that became popularized. Well, he didn't start pulling out quips of one-liners so the third one. Yep. So, like, but I think that's the point is, right? Like, people would never say that about Friday the 13th because Jason has a mask on. Yeah. Yes, people should on the, the Friday the 13th remake, but um, only because they knew it was a it was a. Oh, but that's the thing, though, too, though. I will say the horror community hates any, they'll be like, They've shit specifically, and I know the actor's name, and I'm blanking on it. But the guy that played, um, the uh, played Jason in Derek, Freddy versus Derek Jason. Mir Derek Mears? No, no, not Derek Mears. Even though the people oh, shit on him uh, too. He's that big motherfucker, the oh, huge guy, okay. um, Tyler Maine, right? No, no, his name is. He's a brunette guy. He's a really nice guy. Um, he's a big motherfucker. Um, um, but people shit him because it was Hodder. just because it wasn't Kane Hodder. Oh, oh, uh, it was uh, Ken. Um, Kurtzinger. Yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah. He's a big, nice dude. Very quiet yeah. guy. Um, but they were shitting all over him because it wasn't it wasn't Kane Hunter. It's like, he's... Oh, God, yeah. the end of the But he's man, a stuntman. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, Kane Hunter was a stuntman. He's a stuntman. That's the role. And he's... Like, like, he's and fucking Jason doesn't say anything, yeah. so who cares? You like, and, he's, and he had the physicality. Like, he was just like... I can see it. Like, if, if, yeah. But it's just, it's just gatekeeping yeah. and just nerds. Like... Yeah. like just, oh. Look, I just I just say appreciate it for what it is because you're never gonna get a movie that's exactly like the previous movie. Like even in a series, that's continue that continuation, right? There's always gonna be. If you look at like friggin', just on a, on a ending note, like if you look at like Jason and the progression of what Jason looks like for all the films that he's in, he's vastly different yeah, in all of them. Like there's like in. Uh, and Jason X, for example, which we we love Jason X. It's love great. Um, if you look at him in the beginning, he's he's not uh, like I don't know his face. He doesn't. He's not. He's doesn't. He's not bald. His head is in black. You know, like it's oh, like it's, yeah. It's like so his look is super different. That's one of my favorite things. Is like, but I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Like I like it. Yeah, um, just do your thing. Like it. Yeah. Like, especially with that where you've already proven it's inconsistent. Like his the makeup yeah. has changed drastically. Yeah, actors have changed like yeah. six or seven different people. Yeah, let's fucking him. who cares? Yeah. Just do something cool with it. Just enjoy it. That's speaking of which, there might be a new Jeepers uh, Creepers, and they're also talking about a reboot after that. <laughs> pedophile motherfucker no 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 I think it's, it'll be without the guy which makes okay. sense yeah well so. it's, he still probably owns like some part of that yeah. but I think that goes that's the only way I'll boycott it's like yeah. a, a truly boycott a movie yeah. that do the diddler if, if yeah, yeah. If baby diddlers are <laughs> that's our look we've always said it we don't diddle kids. Uh, we only diddle adults uh, okay <laughs> Paul look we, 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 Frank, Frank Reynolds motto all the way through <laughs> on that note everything Frank Reynolds it's the key to life. His, That's right. His his is uh, key to life. The get, wisdom of Frank Reynolds. Get a toe knife. <laughs> make your life happy. Or make a new toe spoon. That little toe, toe spoon was really good. He really liked the toe spoon. From, uh, and you know from, from his, uh, his Scandinavian. Scandinavian? Scandinavian. We need to get those guys back. 
Well, guys, yeah. this was a, a, a very gentlemanly discussion that we had We're today. Trying. I yeah. think uh, yeah, I'd love to see the progression of, of our of our show get better and better. Uh, I'm a little little upset. Not a lot of penis talk today, you know. Wow, or, I'm kidding. Man, well, I'm kidding. We're we're uh, gonna be we're gonna be penis. doing the best yeah. of uh, 2019 and what's to come in 2020 as our next episode. And there are a lot of lot of lot of dick and boobs in 2019. That's what we have. That's what. That's what to, we have to look forward. That's to. what's that's to the come. Kid, that's what the kids are gonna do. That's right. That's, that's, hey, please hey. the audience. Look, we're uh, we're we're seven <laughs> days and seven inches away from. Uh, Mm. From, from, mm. from the ground? From recording. From recording. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Tank Rodriguez. Dirty Derek, Jimothy Dean. Sorry. See, see you next time. Sorry.